Hey guys, I want to know if you're thinking about your fall health goals yet. Are you focused yet? Are you still in the summer mode? Which is fine, but I want you to just start thinking about what you're going to do this fall to kick it up a notch. So whether you're new to a health journey, you're just starting out, or you're advanced, I wanted to share my two top weight loss programs that can really change your life and just help you build better, healthier habits. And especially if you're over 40, it does get difficult at times because our hormones change, especially as women. But my Reset Your Metabolism program can really show you how to dial in your nutrition so you can find what foods work best for your body. Now, my other program that I'm offering is called the 5-in-1, where you're eating five to six small meals a day provided by the company that I've partnered with. They are both amazing opportunities for you to jump in, start losing weight, feel better, instantly. My clients love both these programs so much. If you're interested in learning more, please reach out to me. I can't wait to get you started. And once we chat, we can set you right up. There's no waiting. All right. I hope to hear from you and enjoy this episode. My name is Kelly Tyen and welcome to Addicted to the Climb. Hey guys, welcome to the show. You are going to learn how I overcome adversity, hear from people just like you that have faced challenges and still keep climbing. Are you ready to elevate your life and choose your path? Let's do it together. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, how are you guys doing today on this fabulous Monday? Well, another week has passed, and I really hope you're starting to buckle down as we head into September and just get some new goals going, write some things down, get addicted to climbing higher in some area. Don't be all over the place. I want you to focus on one specific area that you can think of where you want to work on. That's it. Don't overwhelm yourself. The fall is a great time to just set yourself up for success because all of a sudden we're going to wake up and Christmas is going to be here and you're going to wish you did the workouts and wish you ate healthier and all the things. But my advice is just pick something and focus on that so you can climb higher in that area because no matter where you are right now in this very moment, you're a work in progress and we're always in the improvement phases, no matter what, especially when it comes to our health lives. So I'm excited for fall. I hope you guys are too. As you know, I am continuing writing my book, finishing my book, editing my book. So that's exciting for me. And today I'm super excited to introduce you to my guest because we're going to talk about all kinds of things from breaking free from past mistakes, the lies we tell ourselves about why we can't accomplish things, especially in our health and wellness, and just how to move forward and get stronger in our minds, because that's what it's all about, right? So I hope you're ready to level up today and find some inner strength. So meet my good friend, Jody Meehan. We met back in 2012, actually. I believe it was Las Vegas. I was going to say Miami, but it was Las Vegas, right? Yep. Yep. Las Vegas. 
and we were in the same bikini division in our fitness competition. And I knew when I met her, we would be fast friends. I mean, this girl is beautiful on the outside. That's another topic. Just go to her Instagram account. And she's just a godly woman as well. And that's what, I don't know, she had a light around her and I was drawn to her. So she's just a beautiful spirit as well as having a strong and fit body. And she works very hard at both. I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. She's a wife and mother of two daughters, a business owner, a fitness competitor, and figure pro. She has a Bachelor of Science in Exercise Physiology with a concentration in fitness and cardiac rehabilitation. She has been certified by the American College of Sports Medicine, ACE, and AFA, and has various certifications in group exercise and in personal training. The word strong means so much more than physical strength to Jody, and it is important to her that she teach this to the youth of her community as well, which is amazing. I can't wait to hear about that. She runs camps for young girls to improve self-esteem and teach them how to care for their bodies. And she also runs camps for older women as well, who also need to continuously work on their self-esteem and self-care habits. Jody is a complete motivator, and she's also constantly challenging and inspiring people to unleash their amazing potential that is right inside them. I am so blessed to call this girl my friend. Welcome to the show, Jody. I am pumped to be here, Cal. Thank you so much for having me. Really, really excited to chat with you today. Me too. And I'm, before we dive in, I always have some quick fire questions that are just yeah. fun get you all loosened up a little bit so people can know little bits about you. All right. Ready? Yeah. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Coffee all the way. All the way. Favorite clean meal? Favorite clean meal? Clean. I'm stumped. Hold on a minute. Cabbage and ground turkey. Ooh, I, I want to try that. You'll have to give us the recipe. Yep. I love it. Oh, love, love, love. Okay. What about your favorite non-clean? Uh, we, we call them cheat meals, but I hate to use that term cheat meal, but maybe yeah. unhealthy meal. What's your favorite? You have to have one. I have never met a cookie that I don't like. So <laughs> anything doesn't matter. doesn't matter if it's round and look is sugar and fat. That's my friend. So <laughs> yeah, I can't turn down a cookie. Okay. Well, you should have been over my house this week because I actually DM'd you. Remember? Yes. My mother-in-law made chocolate chip, like old school grandma style, the best chocolate chip cookies I think I ever had in my whole entire life. And she made like 30 of them and brought them over. And this was me. If you could see my face right now, I'm like, I stared at them for a long time. And then I just went in and had five. (laughs) You told me you had three, and I no, was like, "No, no, I had two more by the day's day's end." I, went I was like, "If you more. only had three, I'm like, then you're doing okay." Because <laughs> well, I would have had at least six. Okay, so that day I had five. They're still now. I've consolidated. They're in a small bag, but I'm like, "Can we just finish these, please?" But they're that good. So cookies, and I, that wouldn't even be my go-to, but hers are amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Favorite body part to train. Oh gosh, glutes. Glutes. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Those things are always a work in progress though. Jeez. They are, they are, but they're like, they're strong. They're, they're strong. There's a lot of meat back there. Let's use it. Yep. Let's use it. Yes. Last quick question. What is the first thing you do in the morning? Oh, the first thing I do is I get my coffee as we've already talked about. And then I sit um, with God um, and I meditate and everyone, I get up at three 30 every day, Kel, which is really early for a lot of people. And they're like, why Jody? why do you get up so early? You don't have to be to work till four 30 or quarter to five. And I'm like, because that's my time. There's nothing happening that in Kelly. It's just for me, besides me and the cats and maybe a dog, you know, it's just me and God and everything's quiet. And before my day begins, I need to like set my mind right and put all my prayers out there before I start my day. So that's first thing. I love, love, love. It's so crazy because when I started this podcast, Addicted to the Climb, I didn't really have in the tagline anything. I just, you know, addicted to climbing higher. But now since I've changed it and added my faith-fueled fitness, addicted to the climb and faith and fuel, you know, how do you fuel up for the week and in the mornings? And most of my guests start their day the same way. And honestly, ladies and gents, if you're listening right now, if you're not starting your day with God and you don't even know what that looks like, maybe just sit in bed when your eyes wake up and just ask God how he wants your day to roll out. Like, what do you want to happen in my day today, God? And give it to him mm-hmm. and just see what happens with that. And that usually, always- usually I just turn it over and it's like, what, you know, I turn myself over to you and what will you have me do for you today? Right. Because if I'm doing his will, then, and believe me, it doesn't always go that way, Cal doesn't know we are so human and so fallible and I can literally within 30 minutes mess it up already but we can always revisit and I find myself if I do start that way I'm quicker to revisit um going back to God throughout the day than if I just get up and hit the ground running exactly then I just feel lost and you know tumbling and tumbling and tumbling and hoping a new day comes exactly same here same here when I don't I'm so frazzled if I don't give it to God first and say, okay, who do you want me to meet today? Who do you want me to serve today? I'm all over the place. So I get it. I get it. Giving it to God first thing in the AM. I love it. Okay. Let's jump in because I want people to get to know you and share your story, but you've been in the fitness industry for a very long time. And first of all, tell us how long you have been in the fitness industry and how have you evolved from the woman you once were to getting to where you are today? And I know that's a loaded question, but give us a little about your story and take us on that little bit of a journey. So it's, and it's only long because I'm 48 years old and I started it when I was 21, right? So, you know, I went to school, um, I went to college for fitness, but it really was, I've shared before on other podcasts, it didn't really come from a healthy place. I was a dancer when I was young. So weight was an issue. Right. And, um, you know, when I was in high school, eating disorders started to develop. So when I went to college, now I went to college, Kelly, I went to the best communication school in New York because I was going to be a communications major. Right. Which also tells you how in tune we are with ourselves when we're like 18 years old. So, but I went there and I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't know what I was doing. And so just based on anxiety and based on not having control of what's happening in my life, I started to control my food even more. And so I switched my major, Kelly, right, to almost feed into, um, into that 
addiction and into that dysmorphia and say, if I learn everything I can about fitness and the body, I will better be able to control it, right? So I'm going to learn exactly how it works. I'm going to learn the physiology, the kinesiology. I'm going to learn the biomechanics of it. I want to know every single book, everything, right? So that I can better control it, okay? So that was my young brain, right? So that's how I started out. But I did love it. When you're passionate about something and you put your all into it, it was fascinating. So I did. I started out out of college, Kelly, and I was personal training people. I ended up moving to North Carolina, switching gears, because if you listened to the intro, I was a cardiac rehabilitation specialist, right? Once I saw somebody's heart get cracked, what part of my internship was watching open heart surgery. So there I am, you know, 21 years old, watching some strange woman get her heart cracked open and basically, you, you know, pumping machines, pumping her. I'm like, we can, we can prevent this. Like we can prevent this through lifestyle. Right. So I switched gears. And that's when, when I got out of college, I'm like, nope, I'm all in about preventing the heart attack. So that's where I really specialize more in fitness. I'm like, let's change lifestyles. So I went to a hospital in North Carolina, wellness director there, helping people at risk for heart disease to prevent them a whole program. Now here's the kicker. So I loved it. It was great. However, mentally for me, it wasn't healthy. I started to feel like I started to feel like a hypocrite because I struggled so much. I was teaching you everything you needed to know about your body and how to change. But inside my own mind, I couldn't get it right. Okay. I was disordered eating. I ran a marathon. I signed up for a marathon thinking, oh, if I run 26.2 miles, I'm going to lose weight. And then when I didn't, I was just like spiraling. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't teach this anymore. I'm like, you are a hypocrite. And it started to feel bad. So I got out of it. And I went back to a passion I had in high school, which was hair design, which is why my hair looks like this. If the people go to my Instagram page, you'll see my wacky hair, right? Beautiful. So um, I always wanted to do hair design, but uh, that just when I was young, Kelly, going to school for that kind of thing was not looked upon as favorable. I mean, this is back in the 1980s and it's like, oh, you do hair if you can't go to college, which is such a lie. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just, but it was a, a stipulation and it was a standard that it is no more. Um, so I went back to school for hair at 28 years old. And stayed in that industry and loved that industry, but eventually got pulled back into fitness. And, and here I am. But again, you know, those old songs can keep playing in your head, right? And I started a fitness industry. I started a business studio. You and I met competing. Um, and I started competing and I got bit that day that I met you. I met you and I never planned on placing in, I'd never done anything like that in my life, right? I was a dancer. I was on the stage. I missed the stage. I loved the training, but I won fourth place in two, two different divisions. And um, I got hooked and I'm like, wow, these people think that I was something I want to be better. So all these old negative thoughts I had in my head got reignited right? Because it was like better, smaller, leaner, all these things. And I'm like, oh, and so I just kept searching for that. I'm like, I'm not stopping until I get my pro card. Not stopping, right? So that's kind of what fueled the competition. And that is for me, all the while, though, teaching people um, the right way, 
teaching people mind, body, spirit, teaching people how to do it healthy. But for me, where the drive was coming from was a negative place. And the thing is, Kelly, when you are somebody that when you are somebody that has that mentality, or I think there's a lot of women out there who have disordered eating. Um, I think it's pretty impossible not to growing up in, you know, the way that women are portrayed and every, you know, magazine has a lose 10 pounds fast. And, you know, we all have this, this diet mentality, right? But I can spot it in somebody else just like that, right? So I've got clients coming to me and, you know, and you can almost see it. You can see the brokenness. You can see the false beliefs they have about themselves. You can see how their mindset is holding them back, not their program, right? Because most of the time I find 10 to 20% of people's results, Kelly, is what you give them. Okay, Kel, so you write people a meal plan, you give them exercises, right? And it's 10 to 20% of their strategy and 80 to 90% of their mindset Mm -hmm. is their results. And that's the bigger piece. And that is why we restart and we have to restart and we have to restart because we haven't done the work between our ears and in our heart. And we're still looking for that external strategy. Oh, this wasn't the right plan for me. Right. Right? I want to ask you, stop right there for one sec, because everything you're saying makes such sense. And it is so true. And the world we live in today, especially with social media, I just pray for my children growing up with Instagram and all this stuff as much as I love it because because I connect with beautiful women like yourself and many others and collaborate, but it's the epitome of comparisonitis, whatever you want to call it, because it's, it's, well, I don't look like her and that's her highlight reel, but you don't realize it's her highlight reel when you're looking at it because you're just so down on yourself. But Jody, back to you personally, going from that mind space where you were at, how, what kind of tips can you give my listeners right now or some steps that they can start taking to break free from that? Because when you're stuck in down and out and all you do is compare and you're trying to just get skinny for all the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. it's hard. What, how do you, how did you go about breaking free out of that whole thing? first I'll tell you the epic moment. It was a moment where it all broke down for me. And I started to realize how my life, my actions, everything about my life was really started as a thought in my head. Okay. So when I did win my pro card, Kelly, I mean, I had, I had arrived. This is what I wanted. I drove home that day. I had four trophies in my front seat. I drove home alone. I finally got it. Do you know, I drove home with the same thoughts that I had 10, 15 years ago about my rear end, picking my body apart, right? I came to the realization that other people's opinion and what they thought of me, I kept looking for that validation and for somebody to say, you're enough, you're enough. Wow, you know, you were the best on that stage. And And I got that that day, Kelly, but I cried because nothing changed, nothing. Oh, Nothing changed. I, I am read. Oh my gosh. I, right. I, yes. I have chills because I'm going back to 2012 and 2013 being in that situation with you and nothing, nothing. Look at my trophy behind me right now. Yeah. 
I look at that. It was great. Nothing changed in my head that day. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I know how you felt. And people look at us like, oh my God, they have it all together and they had it all. And look at them, they're on stage and blah, blah, blah. I know exactly how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I bet you do. And I realized right then, this was years of, of thoughts that you have built up. We're not born, Kelly, we're not born into thinking that we're fat or ugly or not enough. We're just not. I mean, and I have a really good memory. I can remember being three and four years old, standing on my bed, singing into a pen and just thinking I was all that in a bag of chips. I'm like, when did it happen? When I looked in the mirror someday and said, no, something's not right. You're not enough. You're this, you're that, you're not. Something happened. So years and years of those thoughts going on in your head. I mean, that's neurological, my friend. That's neurological behavioral thoughts, right? So I realized right then a thought was controlling my feelings. Mm -hmm. This trophy meant nothing. So for your listeners, guys, those things, that is where it has to start. Because let me give you a timeline of where it starts. It starts as a thought and that thought gives you a feeling. All right. So when we have feelings, we get emotional. We have emotions. Maybe it's anger. Maybe it's sadness. Maybe it's jealousy. Maybe it's joy. Whatever the feeling is, we then make decisions based on that feeling. For an example, oh my gosh, I screwed up my day. Um, I went, you know, I had an ice cream cone at lunch with my friends and blah, 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 blah. So you make a decision to that night, throw the rest of your nutrition to the wind. And then you overeat at dinner and you stack all night and say, I'm going to start again tomorrow. The decision led to actions that lead to your life. And then you're starting over again. But where did it all start? It all started up here, right? So, and it is not easy to change thoughts, Kelly. It's not. And that's what I'm saying is that was the epic moment for me. I'm like, I've had a perfect day. I've done the work. I've worked hard for months. I'm up there. I achieved what I wanted to. I set the goal, Kelly, and there was no joy. No joy. Because I realized, oh my God, Jody, you're the one that's got to change. You're the one that's got to stop the thoughts and the false beliefs that you have about yourself. And that is what started it. So that was back in 2015, mm-hmm. maybe. And I did compete again. I never thought I'd go back. But I missed the stage. I missed the training. And I went back with a completely different mindset. It was completely different. And I did, I did well, and that's fine. But I'm an entertainer. I love being up there and smiling. And, you know, I just, I love it. So, but again, I didn't do it for validation. I did it for me. Okay. And I won't say I'll never do it again. Who knows? I might turn 50 and be like, hey, but it'll be for not not the same reasons and not from a dark place. So when you have people who are, you know, guys, why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you constantly trying to lose the same 10 pounds? And why are they there? A lot of times when we lose the weight that we carry on the inside, externally, we shed it because it's really how we're reacting to those thoughts and the decisions and actions that we're taking that keep us stuck in this cycle. Right. I agree. hundred percent. And it does go back to the thought. And right now for all of you that can maybe relate, 
in some way. Maybe you have never been on a stage and, but maybe you just know what we're talking about, about these thoughts. I mean, I have done a show on this called revenge mind, my hashtag, because we have to take revenge on those thoughts, but what you need to do right now, if those thoughts come into your head, you have to start practicing positive thinking. It's a practice. I believe it's a full on practice because the more you practice positive thinking about yourself or recite affirmations about yourself or I am statements that I am healthy, I am strong, I am capable, I am beautiful, I, you know, all these things, the more you practice saying those things to yourself, the less room you're going to give to feed into those negative thoughts. And for me, Jody, it was a battle and I still struggle. I'm not saying I don't, but it's a battle we have to face every day or else the negativity is going to take over, which is going to lead to those bad decisions, which is going to cause you to yo-yo diet, which is going to cause you to gain and lose that same 50 pounds if you don't take control. So it's funny because I just did a post on this this morning on Instagram. I was the biggest yo-yo, you know, back and forth and back and forth because I was, the thoughts were telling, I was thinking, well, I ate that one thing that I'm going to screw up my whole day. I'll start again tomorrow. I'll Mm -hmm. start again on Monday. And you know what? It's a vicious cycle. So once you start practicing speaking kindly to yourself, you know, just Start slow, but you're going to wean out the negativity more than it is at this moment, right? Do you agree? I do. And I'll tell you why we go back to that. Because like I said, this is neuroscience. This is not you being weak. This is not low willpower. It's neurological. These pathways in your brain with the negative thoughts, think of it as a road. Kelly, you know, way back when people are, even my God, they repaved my road out front. It was a whole summer long thing. It is not easy to build a road, okay? In our minds, we have these roadways. Now, it's been years that these roads have been traveled. Think of wagon wheels and they're digging down deep into a roadway and they're making a trail. Those trails are easy. They're deeply ingrained in your brain. Now you're like, guess what? I'll be making a new road, okay? So it's going to take time. And that's like you said, Kelly, it is a practice. Please don't think that you're going to flip a switch and all of a sudden you just love yourself and you think you've got to practice it. You need to make the mindset training bigger than your physical training. And that is why I get up at 3.30. That's when my mindset training begins, okay? Mm -hmm. It has to be a bigger part or you will never break the cycle. And here's the deal. You may start that roadway and you may be doing great for two months, okay? But guess what? You veer off track. Those deep roadways are still there. You will fall. You will fall back into it. And then, then Kelly, here's what you need to get yourself out is people like you, people like me, your tribe, your people to reach their hand out. You don't do this alone. They pull you out of the trench, right? And back on the right roadway and help you keep trudging forward. Because it's a trudge. We trudge. Okay. That's the key. You just said it. It's the accountability, the coach, the community, the people that you are surrounding yourself with. That's that to me is the key to success. Yes. To getting ahead. Right. And Jody, I love this topic because you say it's all about progress seeking versus perfection seeking. 
And that was in a post you did. And I, I loved that so much because it's amazing how differently we can look at ourselves when we accept ourselves. It, it, we accept that we're a work in progress instead of trying to be perfect. So let's talk about that a little bit. I love that you, you know, you went into this in a post and maybe you can explore it a little bit. I think that it used to be perfect for me, which is what is my perfect versus your perfect, Kelly, right? That's why there is no perfect. Um, it's a never, you're never going to find it. So you're setting yourself up right there. But I try to get my clients focusing on progress. We, I, I never celebrated the progress. I never celebrated that, you know, oh my gosh, I'm lifting more. I never celebrated, you know, that I went through a whole day and I really didn't panic about food. I just kind of did my thing. And, you know, it's, it's seeing the progress, but we have to take a step back. And we have to actually look at it instead of constantly looking forward at what we're not. I had to stop looking at what I wasn't and look at what I was and what I used to be and what I am now. Like there's progress in all of it. Okay. But again, it, it does depend on who you surround yourself with. If you've got people that are constantly putting you down. And a lot of times for me, my clients, and this isn't everybody, they have husbands that like to keep them in a certain place. Right. My husband, when I first opened my business, he's like, Jody, there's been more divorces in this town since you opened. Right. And I was like, stop it. It was like one. And he would just say, that. but really sometimes women, when they get out of the trench, right, there's some people that like to keep them there because it keeps them safe and it's scary and they're fearful. They don't, it's uncomfortable to start to feel good about yourself. They don't know how. So when I start showing progress and I say, Sally, you know, look at you. When you first came, you couldn't even hold a plank for 30 seconds. Now you're in the middle of a workout, busting out 30 burpees in a row, you know, like that's the progress. And then they get uncomfortable. Right. And so it takes nurturing. We have to nurture that newness, nurture the progress almost as much as we celebrate it. If that makes sense, because some women are so not used to feeling good. They're just so used to not being enough that unless I'm seeking something else, I'm lost. And that was me. Mm -hmm. so you're just constantly looking for something you are not gonna find mm -hmm. and that's lonely it's empty and it's just not a place to be and that's why my mission is to help women look at the progress nurture the progress notice it because someday then becomes enough enough right oh my gosh oh my gosh I, I i just wrote that down i am obsessed with this right now, celebrating <laughs> the progress because you just opened my own eyes to how I evolved. And it wasn't until I started stopping in my tracks as I'm picking myself apart and saying, Kelly, you just did a hard spin class. Like celebrate that. Not that you you didn't work hard enough or, well, why didn't I go harder? You know, celebrate that you just got a workout in as simple as that. Celebrate you woke up and celebrate the progress. Like that is so huge, Jody. Like what you just said is life-changing. It really is because nobody does it. I don't think people do it. They don't stop and celebrate the progress they're looking at. And another thing that you have said is being in that I used to land. And mm. in, in, in going back, you know, well, I, well, maybe I used to do it that way, even though you just did a workout. It's a vicious cycle in the head, too, about being in the I used to land, 
you know, especially being over 45, a lot of my listeners are women over 40 and they're like, well, I used to, let's talk about that right yeah. now and how talk we about that all day that mindset, because that's another thing, celebrating the progress. You're not 25 anymore. Mm-hmm. What you used to do is not what you're going to do now. We got to yeah. celebrate being over 40 in the things we can do, not what we can't do. Yeah. Oh my God. I just saw a thing on Facebook about a Geritol commercial. Did you see it? It was hysterical. Women my age. Now I'm 48. Okay. Women were, there's a picture of women back in the 19, God, I don't even know. Geritol. What was Geritol? 1970s? I don't even know. And they all are our age and they looked at least 10 years older than we do Mm -hmm. at 46. So that's progress people. That's progress right there. Yeah. I used to run a lot faster than I do now. I don't really like running anymore. Number one, I don't like it. I used to, I don't, we change. But the thing is, I like to also look at Kelly. How do, how do you feel? Progress is how you feel at the end of a workout is how I measure my progress is how I feel. And usually I feel good. Why? Adrenaline, endorphins. I take care of myself when I skip a workout and then I skip another one and then I skip another one. Now I don't feel good right? So it's about the progress for me is showing up, especially as we get older, we keep showing up. And I celebrate that my clients that have a hard time getting to class or getting their workouts in my first celebration of progress is you showed up today, right? You got it done. And you know, maybe it wasn't an A day today, but you showed up, nurture that, celebrate that, do it again tomorrow. All right. Because yeah, used to, I used to be a lot of things. And women still trying to get into their wedding gowns or guys, we evolve, we change. And you know what? It's better. It gets better when you start to celebrate yourself. And when you start to love yourself and stop the false beliefs and make new ones, you're better. We're wiser. You know what someone said to me though? Get this. You gotta love trolls and haters. Okay. I actually wrote it down. So I would tell you. Somebody said to me uh, in a DM, because I'm, I'm spreading this, like, listen, guys, there's a way to keep going and to be happy and to not be constantly trying to change, you know? And it's like, you don't have to just, just be healthy, honor the one body you're in. They're like, Jody, do you think, I love it. Are you sitting down? You're sitting down. Do you think it's because you're getting older that you want to tell yourself it's okay to let yourself go? What? <laughs> Meaning that I'm letting myself right. Go. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm baffled at that question. Somebody okay. asked you this. Yes, they're like, do you think it's because you're getting older? You're just you know getting yourself off easy and saying, oh, you're just letting yourself go. I said, oh, sir, because it was a man, oh. and I said, oh, sir, no, 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 son, I am just finding myself. I'm not letting myself go. I have been found, and I am now caring harder for myself than I ever had. Okay. And you've got it backwards. I'm not letting myself go. I'm caring harder. I'm loving more on myself. Right. Because I used to punish myself. Mm -hmm. Now I don't. Right. Right. So no, I've been found. Right. You know, I'm not gone. I'm not lost. I'm not just going to let it all go. I'm just getting started. And I'm going to share that message with other women so that they too can enjoy and stop this constant beating yourself up and constant seeking for something that you're is already within you. Mm. It's already there. It's almost like uncovering it. 
That's what I say. It's not about seeking. It's just about uncovering. Yes. It's already in there. Covering. I love that. I think as you head into your 40s and climb into your late 40s, I think it just brings about new excitement about what we can do, not what we can't do. I think you've got to flip that switch really quick right now. If you're thinking about, oh, I'm in my mid 40s, pushing 50. Oh, I can't do this and that anymore. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, especially in your health and wellness. You can just start a whole new path and journey right now if you want to. It's all up to you. It's that thought process and the decisions that you have to make if in finding that coach, if you need help, that's, that's, it's, it's exciting. It is exciting. You can have a different body in your forties than you did in your twenties, but better. Mm -hmm. I say even better because when I was in my twenties, I don't even know what I was doing half the time. I, I, now I know how food plays a role in it differently than I did when I was a kid. You know, it's just, it's amazing what we can do now being over 40. And let's just jump in because I want to talk to you personally about, you know, perimenopause. Maybe Mm -hmm. we can give the ladies some tips because we are at that age, 47, 48. How are you handling this? And what, are you having any symptoms? How do you combat? What are you telling your clients? Any tips and superfoods that we can incorporate right away to feel better? I, uh, yeah, I think, um, yes, I have symptoms. I'm like the, like hot flashes, having trouble sleeping. Um, definitely 45 on Kelly. I started to notice weight gain more in my middle. I never, never gained weight in the middle. I was a booty girl, um, hip and thighs first always since 14 years old, but always had abs, right? Like that just 45. I'm like, what just happened? I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa. I'm not doing anything different. I'm sorry, what was that? Like, what happened? So that was a shock to me. So what did I do? I dieted harder. I'm like, okay, I'm going to restrict. I'm going to, and I'm like, and nothing, no. So I had to dive in and research and say, all right, I'm here. I'm here. So for the past three years, been looking at that. Quick things that I say for women are, um, and these are things I would tell anyone, I don't care how old you are on this note, is to cut back on refined sugars, Okay. Um, refined sugar, refined carbohydrates, things like that. Um, why guys, what happens is our estrogen increases or decreases and that makes us hungrier because people are like, why am I so hungry? I know I wanted to notice that myself. I'm like, those change in hormones, Kelly, make us hungrier. And we don't really understand why. Right. So we may be overeating and we don't even realize it. Okay. So there's a drop in estrogen that causes us to be hungrier. We're looking for those kind of foods, right? So we need to eat more protein to stay away from that. That's my advice is that I had to up. Now, listen, I have protein at every meal. I teach my clients, build your meals around protein, never eat a carbohydrate without a protein. Those are, that's me. Um, But now being this age, the protein has gone up, you know, sometimes you'd be like, Oh my God, I can't believe how much, you know, chicken you're eating. I'm like, you're like, you're not a man. I'm like, yeah, but I'm perimenopausal dude. I'm perimenopausal. And if I don't eat this chicken, I am going to go eat my children's Oreos. So understand me. So that helps us to keep those blood sugar levels even, and also to satiate that hunger. Okay. And also the bigger thing is too, which is hard because sometimes people have trouble sleeping is 
getting more sleep because our cortisol levels are going wacko, wacko at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, We tend to stress eat more Mm -hmm. in perimenopause and menopause. Okay. The other thing, um, you know, so just quickly nutritionally is just protein, staying away from refined sugars. And I say sleep, it's a trifecta of exercise, of course, nutrition and sleep. The other thing is the mental part. I am, I am a woman. This is me. My daughters are 14 and 16. You have young daughters. You have one. She's 22, 22. You're, you know, okay. So she's older, but I've got daughters just coming into their beauty and youth and, and, you know, becoming young women. And I'm, I'm coming out of that stage. I have a lot of women who struggle mentally with that and tend to emotionally eat based on that fact. They're watching their daughters eat as a young woman, you know, who doesn't have a lot of concerns and it it just, it affects them mentally and it can bring them down and get them depressed. And then they eat more and it's a vicious cycle. So like I say, it's mindset too. This is why I need, we need to build ourselves up and say, no, 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 you've been there. You've done that. We need to teach our youth. We need to teach these girls. The gym class doesn't end. We teach them how to take care of themselves as we get older. That's why I do strong camps. I teach little girls, you know, who are 12 to 14 years old about self-esteem and the gym class doesn't end. Right. So it's your, it's a body. You get one. This is it. This is it. Your 12 year old body will also be your 72 year old body. Understand that's all you get. And just really putting an emphasis on that to care for themselves. Right. And treat themselves right. So, um, perimenopause and menopause is tough and uh you know we don't need as many calories so what do we need to do strength train maintain that muscle stop you know not saying stop doing cardio if you love cardio great keep doing it but can you add a little strength training right to keep that muscle so that uh we keep our our metabolism going because it tends to of course go down as our hormone levels fluctuate I think that's um, a big one because I think as women get older and maybe gain that belly, you know, fat and they're gaining weight because of perimenopause or menopause, I think they tend to go right to the cardio. I know for me that I started doing that, but I noticed I was just getting more flat yes. in my body. And I'm like, what am I doing? Kelly, you know better. So yeah. ladies, please, please pick up the weights whenever possible. I'm not saying you need 25 pound dumbbells, but fives or eights just to do some strength training. Even body weight exercise is great. Oh yeah. Hey, that's the best. That is your best tool right there. Right. Body weight. Get upside down for God's sakes. Right. Like push, push push-ups. I mean, there's so much that you can do with body weight. You guys, you just need to stress the muscle to maintain it or it's going to start to disappear. Exactly. And body weight equals no excuses. Okay. You have your body to work with. There's there you, you can't say, well, I don't have time to go to the gym and work out. Listen, do you have a body? Does it work? Yep. Use it. Okay. Push that, yeah. Push that chair aside. Yeah. Right? That was me. Like when I had kids, I couldn't, I couldn't leave the house. Like that's how I did it. I did it in the living room mm-hmm. with the baby in the swing. Right. Cal. right. Put the baby in. I didn't go to the gym. 
Right. I was like, put the baby in the swing. I did everything at home. No fancy equipment. Exactly. Just me and push-ups, burpees, sit-ups, step-ups, you name it. Exactly. And guys, that's where in the pandemic, when we were in lockdown, that is where my sculpt program came from. Because I'm like, what am I going to do? Well, that's why I created an at-home workout program. So it's the yeah. sculpt program on my site, ladies. Go get it. Go get it. In uh, Jody has a million workouts on her Instagram that you can do as well, which she's going to yeah. share with us in a minute. But let's, you just, just touched upon the busy mom, all the, you know, the mom that has the kids and she can't get out of the house. Let's speak to her right now about when she says to you, well, Jody, I just don't have time to work out or meal prep. Forget it. I don't have time. I'm too busy. So speak to her right now. What are you going to tell her? What I'm going to tell her is that I want her to look at her priority list and where she lies. And women are in a state today of emotional overwhelm. It's like emotional labor. We are moms. We are, we work. We are the grocery getters. We are the dinner makers. We are the make the kids appointments. We are make sure everyone gets where they it, and then if you ask a woman to do something for herself, it isn't that she doesn't want to, Kelly. It's that she, it's emotionally overwhelming to even fathom. And that's what I hear. And that's when I say to somebody, you're in emotional overwhelm. If you tell me you can't handle one more thing, you can't handle one more thing. You can't handle taking care of yourself. Then something's got to change. Something's got to change. Mm -hmm. We want to do it all. And that is, that, that's where we have to start mindset training with somebody to say, you know what? You don't need an hour. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to tell you to tell Joey that he can clean up the table. Okay. And that Susie can do the dishes so that you can head into the living room or wherever your basement and give yourself 20 minutes. Right. But we don't want to do that sometimes because it's uncomfortable to ask for help. We feel like it's all on us. And the next thing you know, you're 40 pounds, 50 pounds overweight. You're not comfortable in your skin and you wonder how you got there, but nobody can get you out but you. And that's the nurturing part to say you can do this and that you need to move yourself up on the priority list. And they can't imagine it. There are some women that are in so much and they quit. They quit. They just, it's the first thing to go. It's the first thing to go. Mm -hmm. And I think that's unfortunate. And um, because we only get one body. Right. And I also want to say this really quickly, because I had I had to change my thinking on this. And I am sorry. I, I apologize to anyone I ever said this to in the beginning of my fitness career. I used to say to clients, well, who do you put the oxygen mask on first when the plane's going down? Right. You put it on yourself first. If you don't put it on yourself, I would say you can't take care of everybody else. Okay. But that's the wrong mentality because that was always like, I don't, you don't need to take care of you to take care of other people. You could take care of you because you matter. Does that make sense? It does. You could take care of you because you matter. It's not so that you can be there for everyone else. Of course you want to be, but what about being there for you? Why is that such an odd thought or unreasonable or like unfathomable? Well, why, why would I, why would I put me first? It's bizarro to me, but I did it. I did it. I'm like, we have to be able to take care of our kids. We have to, you have to be there for your husband. You have, oh my God, how about you be there for you? How about that? 
And then you feel so good about yourself. You can walk into helping everybody else with your head held high in confidence instead of resentment. Oh, I don't know. That might be dark and twisty right now. Oh, no. Jody's dropping some gems today. <laughs> you really are. I mean, this is unbelievable. I think you guys should go back and listen to this episode again because you did. You dropped some major tips and some gems. And I kind of want to close by recapping a little bit of the things you said because I did take notes and wrote some things down because they were all just gold. Everything you really said made so much sense. And, you know, I think a lot of women can relate to everything we talked about today. And I appreciate that so much because this show is all about just real conversations, right? I mean, it's trying to be anything different than who we are and telling about the struggles we've been through, just like the next woman that is listening to this, because we're no different. We might be fitness instructors and coaches, but we've walked your walks. We've been where you are. We've, Mm -hmm. you know, battled those demons in our heads about our body and body shaming. So just know that we're in the boat together. And that's what I want to say as well. But you did drop some nuggets today and I'm going to go back because I did write a few things down, but guys, a thought is just a thought. I love that. Because your thoughts, they start as thoughts, which turns into feelings, and that's what you're making your decisions on. So when the thought enters, evaluate. And I always say, is it a God thought or a good thought? You want it to be a God thought, okay? Because if it's just a good thought, it's not good enough, okay? But practice thinking differently, surrounding yourself with positive people, your circle, your find a coach. I mean, reach out to Jody, reach out to me. I mean, if you're looking just to chat and see what we offer, celebrate the progress because that's where the party starts. Yes, sister. Right? If you're not celebrating that progress, Jody, what you said, I mean, along the journey, you're going to forget all the things that you did and then wind back up thinking, well, I didn't do enough. And Mm -hmm. that's awful. That's awful thinking as well. And the progress is just showing up. I love that you said that. It's just showing up. If my soul, um, my Peloton instructor always says in the beginning of the workout, when you put the shoes on, you already won. Yep. You're already won. Yes. Put the shoes on. You're here. You showed up. Yep. Celebrate that because you're here right now. And if you do five or 10 minutes, boom, celebrate it. Winning. Right? It's a win. And, you know, lastly, the women battling in their late 40s and menopause, just up your protein a little. Try that one thing if you haven't done that yet. And make sure you're strength training because it does matter. You want to be strong in your bodies, right? Yes. And Jody, I love everything. Thank you so much. Is there uh, anything else? Do you have any other tips you want to drop for us before we come to a close? Um, This I guess this is a, here's what I don't want you to do. Don't hyperinflate the negative people. Don't you get something negative, especially with social media out there, people are dropping comments and you can hyperinflate that right into a hot mess. And you could turn one hot comment into a bad day. Forget it, right? So it's just like that thought, Kelly, reframe it. That, that thought, old false belief comes up, reframe it, say the opposite. Even if you don't believe it, this is how you build that new road. 
Okay. And remember that when you fall into the old road, who are you reaching for? There's a hand there ready to pull you out of that negative roadway. Okay. And to help you keep trudging and pushing right behind you forward as you reframe those new thoughts in your, in your little brains. I love it. I do too. I love it. It's reframe. I love that word. Reframe it. Yes. Okay. So last, since the show is all about being addicted to the climb, we want to know what are you climbing towards next in your Mm -hmm. business or health or personal life? So I am, um, right. You know, my fitness studio has changed because of COVID and I am right now building, um, a course actually for women, just like myself, perimenopausal, menopausal women, women who have had what we've talked about today, right? Well, how, how do we change the mindset? Because that is 80 to 90% of our results. The strategy is such a small part because all plans work, Kelly. If we work them, we stop working them because something's wrong up here, right? And we keep those old thoughts in our way. So my course is going to be coming out probably this fall. Um, and that is going to be on how to do just that. Amazing. I'm so excited. I, me too. So excited. So where can people find you if they want to reach out? So you can on uh, Instagram at Jody Meehan. Uh, you can also find me, uh, Jody Meehan, on Facebook. Um, and then www.jodymeehan.com if you'd like to um, check out some of my training. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. And thank you. You're such a blessing to me. And guys, Uh, we also are in the same network marketing space with our liquid collagen. Yes. I taught, we both share it and talk about it all the time. If you are not on collagen, speaking about the aging, if you want to age in reverse, get some collagen, reach out to us about that because it is a great product and definitely another thing we do together. So thank you so much again for being here. I'm so blessed to have you this show. I hope you guys are all feeling blessed today as well. Reach out to us with any questions and guys just keep knowing that you are a work in progress. It's never ending, nor should it be because you listen, nobody ever makes it to the top. We Mm -hmm. always have another climb. There's always something new to do, a new goal to hit. Keep striving, okay? So guys, thanks again, Jody. Until next week, keep on climbing. If you love this episode, make sure you guys tag me. And because I appreciate you all so much, I am offering you 10% off my course, Addicted to the Climb. You can find that on my website, kellytyan.com. Make sure to spell it K-E-L-L-E-Y-T-Y-A-N. Until the next time, keep on climbing.